Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. My name is Tom and as always, I'm joined with my co-host John. John, how are you doing? Hello today? there. General uh, Kenobi. Ah, you're old one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm doing great. Just uh, just woke up on this, I was about to say sunny morning, but it's just it's cloudy. Great. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a great morning to wake up to, to do this uh, podcast and there's a spider on my windows, so if anyone... Uh, is like wondering that I'm panicking, uh, or you know, you're just, just, you're just profusely sweating, like just seeing like, the spider get ever closer. Or sound that I'm, it sounded like I'm being held hostage. So, uh, uh, yeah, so there's actually a spider yeah, there's in my spider. room. There's a spider in my yeah. room yesterday, and I because there's a lot of cobwebs, and I was cleaning the cobwebs up with, with a toy lightsaber, right. Oh. my old lightsabers and then the spider got on the lightsaber and started to run towards me it was terrifying oh god that's that's I was a, like a... i was attacked <laughs> you were attacked i was attacked uh i mean if you go near the spider wait 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 wait, wait. do you uh no, no i was thinking that that spiders if you get bitten by a spider am i spider-man die? yes i am i can confirm wait, what well Bro. spiders in england don't really bite or have Poison, oh. so I think we'll be all right. Oh, oh, other countries, yeah, other countries as well, yeah. like uh, Black Widow. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite uh, comic book film, uh, live action comic book film, and TV costumes. Uh, kind of coming off like the whole uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, amazing Captain America suit. Uh, and yeah. we're also going to be talking about Bad Batch episode three, and you know, news and viewing as always. So you know, skip around in, in the time codes. You know, as yes. usual. Jump around. Oh, jump around like a, like a spider. Oh my God, it comes full circle. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to start us off with a Venom trailer for Venom Let There Be Carnage. The first trailer for the, Carnage. for the sequel mm. to the 2018 film. What did you think of this trailer? I have mixed feelings about this trailer. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. At the start, we have Venom uh, singing. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just singing and just... making and making um, like breakfast. And yeah. I-, I like seeing that kind of like, how does Eddie kind of live with Venom? You know, like there was a kind of a little bit of that in, in the first film where they were kind of struggling to bond with each other. And then kind of when that starts, you get a little bit of a glimpse into that. But I think it's, it's a really interesting opportunity to see, you know, what, what's it like to, to have a symbiote constantly like in your brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, interesting because also, uh, but like with the singing and making breakfast, you know, like uh, Venom has been uh, with Eddie Brock for, well, years maybe and you know like maybe Venom has developed some uh, manners from Eddie so that'll be interesting yeah I feel like they, they, they'll both be kind of like complementing and hindering their lives but I think obviously the main kind of um, draw from this trailer is seeing Cletus Cassidy aka Carnage aka Woody Harrelson um, so like first of all what do you think of Carnage's design I, I gotta say, Carnage design is looks great. Um, the CGI, it looks very uh, scary. But mm. I'm, um, but I read the comics. Uh, right, so there was one comic called Deadpool. This is Carnage. Uh, 
Mm. And Carnage in that one was totally scary. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, with that, I, go on with that one. Like it's gonna be. Is it gonna be R rated? Yeah, I, I assume so. The first film was, so I don't see why the second one wouldn't be. Yeah, I hope it's gonna be like I want him. Uh, I want like Carnage to be that scary because you know, like to be you know brutal. Um, and you know, be more brutal than uh, Venom. So, um, mm. yeah. Well, I definitely so. agree that he 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 looks scary, and he he has that kind of like the CGI is it looks pretty good. It doesn't exactly look like the what I would have imagined. I feel like from the one shot we kind of saw of Carnage, there isn't enough yet to distinguish him from Venom. It does just look like Red Venom. And I feel like in the comics, he has a bit more of his own kind of flair and a different kind of design. And I'm kind of, I'm worried that he won't look enough, like there won't be enough difference. Because I'd certainly feel in the first film with, I think the villain was Spawn. Is that right? I don't remember. Um, Spawn? I think, yeah, in the, in the, in the, in the first, in the first film. Was that the villain? Sp- Am I, is, that, is that right? I'm sorry, you kind of got me there, like Spawn. I'm like, the the hero is Spawn, or like the other yeah, characters. Yeah, there's definitely. I'm pretty, wait, let me. Venom villain. I don't think it's Spawn. Carnage. Who's the Who's the other villain? Ah, um, he was played with by Wizard. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spawn. <laughs> Spawn. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Carl- that just Carlton Drake and. Oh. oh my god, just tell me, just tell me who he is. Internet, god damn you. Um, but yeah, like I think there was definitely a problem with that first villain, was basically just you know, like I, bad venom. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, Riz Ahmed is a, is a great actor, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. But the character, it's uh, riot, it's a bit... riot. Oh, Riot. Right. Not Spawn. It's Riot. <laughs> Spawn. Okay. Spawn uh, is definitely right. someone. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but the character itself is just boring mm. in this film. Definitely. I mean, it didn't really have a massive impact to, like, to the whole thing, to Eddie Brock or something, uh, to, to, to the other characters. But uh, And the character itself didn't really bring high stakes. It was just like, aha, yes, now I have symbiote powers. And, uh, yeah, I did I did appreciate how short the final fight was. We'll do an episode on, on Venom, but I think I just don't want it to be just another Venom. However, I don't know if you saw the Funko Pops. Um, oh, the that they released that they that they revealed. Oh God, the spider has moved. Oh uh, no! Oh no! This is going to be the best part of this episode. Just the spider getting closer and closer to John. Um, but the the Funko Pops for this. Um, I'll 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 put it on screen now. Um, oh wow! The, <laughs> I can see it. Editing. Wow. Um, the the Funko Pops like they look like for for Carnage. He looks so much more. Than like so much better than he does in the um in in the, the brief glimpse we've had of him. So I am optimistic that he will look like he does in the comics, you know, and properly distinguish himself from Venom with that like amazing red, you know. Yeah, and we have uh Woody Harrelson in this. We do. This film. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited because, oof, Woody Woody Harrelson is a great actor, and he is. Uh, I'm hoping. 
that they really think uh, thought about the 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 villain because as you said about we just talked about the villain and to be sport you know, or be, riot sport um yeah I'm, I'm just hoping that the villain won't be too uh like ha must yeah i agree I think I'm just glad that he doesn't have that that really weird wig, you know, the wig that he wears at the end of Venom in the post credit scene. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was that was odd, but um, but yeah, and I and I think and I think it's uh it, it is interesting because Andy Serkis, uh, who obviously is directing this film, did did kind of speak on the fact that you know the Sony are now kind of developing the 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 SPUMC, the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters. Um, uh, and and in the, the Morbius trailer, of course, had Adrian Toomes, Vulture, Michael Keaton in it, kind of alluding to the fact that this could be set in the MCU-verse. Uh, but according to Andy Serkis, this isn't the case. Uh, Andy Serkis said, the Venom story is his own world. There are nods and little moments, of course, but on the whole, he's unaware. So and maybe this could be like a, a little bit of um, like a red herring, but... I think it's likely that the Venom stuff won't deal with any kind of MCU Spider-Man stuff. Right, yeah. And this is pretty, really interesting uh, to, to hear about, like, how, um, Andy Serkis to be a, a director of uh, Let There Be Carnage. Um, so, mm. yeah. Have you watched I, Andy Serkis' first film? Yeah, I'm pretty interested to see, but... You know, Andy Serkis is a great actor. Just oh, uh, the spider is now uh, still far away. The, but... the spider is now on your face. Have you seen um, Andy Serkis's first film, Mowgli? No, no. Yeah, I hear. I hear it's all right. But obviously, oh. they, they that's they just did Jungle Book like five years ago. Oh wait, yeah, there's some. There, there was like a surge of like jungle books like yeah they're like, yeah they're like there's like two or three in like the span of like a couple of years yeah it, it, and yeah that's just crazy everyone's like oh let's go on the train to do um jungle book movies i mm. remember like so one was the disney one yeah and then that was, was the like the one. first that was, like, that was like the first disney kind of live action remake one of the first they yeah. kind of did like Cinderella and Jungle Book to test the waters, and then they went all in. Oh yeah, I mean they did they, they did good. Yeah, I mean with that Jungle Book, I mean they didn't do too anything. But Bill Murray was um, blue, blue. He was blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just almost forgot a name. The spider is <laughs> now on the window. Uh oh. Uh, the spider's definitely going to eat John's face at some point. Okay, so our next piece of news is um, another trailer for The Green Knight. Uh, the so Green this is kind Knight. of like a an adaptation of a of an old kind of like tale. Uh, but I this, don't I don't know anything about this tale. I know like vaguely it's one of the Knights of the Round Table, I think, and it's like you know, yeah. and and so this is this is a Dev Patel film, uh, and it it looks so cool man like yeah it looks it, to be taking this kind of like arthurian like tale into like the realm of um like fantasy and like loads of really cool like elements what do you think it looks uh the cinematography looks amazing like mm. uh with the um there's one bit that i really love seeing was like the giants like him walking uh, him walking you can see the giants and it just yeah. looked like out of like some 
some Norse mythology. Um, mm. Yeah, or a- any of the mythologies. But yeah, especially that one, because this is going to be really I- interesting to watch, even though I have no context of like the uh, um, Arthur stories by yeah or king arthur yeah yeah no me uh, neither but i agree it looks it looks like it's kind of had this kind of huge sweeping scope you know the villain looks really interesting like some sort of wood creature very much he kind of reminded me of the wood uh aliens in doctor who um oh, the doctor the widow yeah. in the wardrobe yeah, yeah. It gave me that kind yeah. of vibe i really oh, i really uh, like that stuff i think it's really interesting yeah um mm, yeah so and uh, who's the actor? I, I, who's the actor? Dev Patel. He's in like he's he, he's been in he's been in tons of stuff. He was in like uh, yeah, Skins yeah. and Av- Avatar: Last Airbender. Oh, he did, yeah. And probably yeah. was that? Did he oh, was he in Lion or something? Oh yeah, Lion. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. The film where he had to find his home place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had to like go yeah. find his. I, I remember seeing the trailer for it, but I don't think I saw it back when it yeah. came out. Uh, my mom watched it and she said, "Oh." That's a great film. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. John's mum's seal of approval. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah. So, um, and uh, there's, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see like how the other characters, right? We, you know, from the round table, mm. like Galahad, Merlin, mm. or or, um. I don't know. That's the two I've seen so far. Um, well, the only thing that I've really like seen of that kind of stuff, I'm like, there's, there's there's many kind of adaptations, but the one that sticks out in mind is Merlin, the the BBC TV show from like a few years ago, um, which loved that show. But like, this seems to have so much more kind of like uh, it seems to be leaning on the weird and has so much more kind of artistic flair. From, by the looks of it, you know, not that Merlin didn't, but it was definitely a bit more by the numbers, I would say. Yeah. Did you ever watch Merlin? No. Uh, oh, actually, I watched a couple few episodes, but I, I don't know why I couldn't get into it. But um... mm. no, I know what you mean. I, I watched them when I was younger, and then I kind of came back to it because I was recommended it. It's good. I, 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 I wasn't that happy about about the ending though. Like too many oh. TV shows, the ending did disappoint me. Oh god, no! Yeah. Is, it, is it Game? Of, is it like Game of Thrones ending? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I haven't seen it. I don't either, think it's but... that bad. From the sounds of it, I don't think it's that bad. Because <laughs> Game of Thrones apparently is like abysmal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm excited. Yeah, to see definitely. It. That it looks, it looks awesome. Uh, so our next piece of news is actually um, a He-Man related piece of news john oh, did you ever yeah. watch he-man no but i well watched, I, well i i know that i know the, uh, the tv story uh, the tv show itself but like seeing the animation is cool mark hamill voice skeletor um yeah. yeah so i know about that but seeing the trailer for he-man oof, that looks really cool right so 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 he-man like oh so the end is like the <laughs> 80s or something and absolutely amazing um show I, I used to love it obviously i don't know how well it holds up now but like it's it's an absolute banger you know i loved it and now we are getting masters of the universe revelation which is um a kevin smith uh, i think he, he's writing it. it is an animated show 
that uh, I'll I'll read the I'll read the synopsis, shall I? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> The war for Eternia culminates in Masters of the Masters of the Universe Revelation, an innovative and action-packed series that animated series that picks up where the iconic characters left off decades ago. After a cataclysmic battle between He-Man and Skeletor, Eternia is fractured and the Guardians of Grayskull are scattered. And after battles of secret, after secrets, ah, after decades of secrets tore them apart, it's up to Teela to reunite the broken band of heroes and solve the mystery of the missing sword of power in a race against time to restore Eternia and prevent the end of the universe so it very much seems like you know it's it's a it's 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 almost like a sequel to the original show it's not like a continuation but it is kind of like you know it's set kind of like further along the lines and they did release loads of new images um of like so did you happen to see these images yeah yeah the animation uh like the the the, the art of it looks really cool it looks amazing so i this is like uh, is, I, for so long have I wanted to see a, a really really cool like version of um, He-Man and as you said you know it looks like there's going to be some great talent behind it you know Mark Hamill and, yeah. and, and other great like animated um, or voice actors uh, not animated people um, but I, that, that just gets me so excited because I love He-Man uh, and loved the original show we'll definitely definitely be covering that on the pod um whenever it comes out the first part we'll definitely talk about that because oh boy my childhood yeah <laughs> okay uh, so yeah right, that's it yeah. that's it for he-man it looks great <laughs> it's like me me being like oh my god my childhood and you being like that there is a man riding a cat why <laughs> Just no context. Just seeing like yeah. there's I a mean, man in a shelter. Show. It, it's a show. It so... is definitely a show. That is true. Yeah, can't I cannot argue with you there. Um, next we have a whole load of casting news. Um, nah. <laughs> I'm sorry, John, but just stick Why with me here. News? Stick with me. This is we got four pieces of casting news for Knives Out Two. So Knives Out Two, I mean, the roster okay. now includes Dave Batista. Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, and Catherine Hahn. So oh, you no. got it. You got you got three MCU alumni there. You know, load of great actors. You know, uh, uh, let's let if we you kind of put aside the writing, they're all great actors. Um, so uh, and and this obviously joins uh, Daniel Craig. So what are you thinking? Okay, great cast. Great, mm. it looks great. Um, I can tell there's going to be reference. It's like, Agatha. It's going to be Catherine Hahn. It's going yeah. to be Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And uh, and it, Edward Norton's in it as well. So he is. Uh, I love Edward I Norton. Haven't seen him, I haven't seen him on the screen for years, actually. So Yeah. I can't remember the last thing I saw him in was. The only thing I can remember was The Grand Budapest. Yes, he was in that. He was in Isle of Dogs as well. He's always in Wes Anderson stuff. He's, he's been in quite a few of those. He was in Moonrise Kingdom and Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. Um, yeah. I, I think I think that, you know, I mean, I, I also really, I always thought he was pretty good as Bruce Banner in The Incredible Hulk. But I think that, you know, Edward Norton, that's, that, that's good casting. I mean, my thing about the first Knives Out is that I would have loved to see more from the cast. 
I feel like yeah. it became just kind of like the the Anna de Armas, Daniel Craig and Chris Evans kind of thing. And it was just all about them. And I really enjoyed them in the film, but I much I would have loved to see some of the more like kind of wild performances, you know, from like Tony Collette and, and such and the, the whole family kind of thing. So I wonder what like where this is all going, you know, like what kind of ca- like what kind of setup are we going to see? What is it going to be another family unit or is it going to just be like different people brought together, strangers? You know, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see. Is it going to be family or is it going to be something else? But I'm hoping it's something else because it's all it's all family, John. It's all about oh, family, family, family. Oh, <laughs> we're going to be watching that soon. We're going to be watching. We this. are. Cinemas, yeah. cinemas are opening again uh, in the UK on on Wednesday, so I'm really excited for. And there's not really much out like straight away, but I'm excited to go back. Yeah, yeah. After I've done my assessments and marks, uh, yeah, um, I've just I'm finished getting... my A levels. For those of you who don't know, so I'm a free bird. I'm He's very alone bird. in this world. Yeah, for two, 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 for many months now. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm excited to go to cinemas. So. Um, after I've just done my, my stuff, I'm just going to go watch every film apart from Peter Rabbit. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch just Peter Rabbit, like just Peter Rabbit on its own, like on repeat. <laughs> I'm just going to watch Peter Rabbit and then come out and be like, OK, when's the next sharing of Peter Rabbit? And just single handedly the whole box office of Peter Rabbit is just me. <laughs> just like um, you just going, oh, can I have the next ticket for Peter Rabbit? <laughs> Hell Please. yeah! I just go in with like Please. I just start, I just eat carrots in the cinema. Just <laughs> be like, I can be a rabbit too. Oh. we're gonna have to do an episode on Peter Rabbit. Okay, stay tuned, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, instead of doing Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, we're gonna do Peter Rabbit too. No, a, ma- Wait, a true what, masterpiece. What, uh, what day is Zack Snyder's um... uh, Friday? Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's ho- ho- Thursday, it's right? Good. Did, did, did you say Thursday? Friday. Yeah, Friday, Friday the 21st. Tw- the sure. Let me check. Go. Let me check. Ooh. Yeah, Friday. Uh, so, yes. along with yes. the next episode of The Bad Batch and such. Uh, so, speaking of The Bad Batch, shall we get on to The Bad Batch then? Did The Bad Batch. Let's talk about The Bad Batch. Let's talk, talk about, about The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. This week was interesting. <laughs> interesting. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think there was one. So I guess if you kind of split, I mean, first of all, spoilers. So if you haven't, if you're not watching The Bad Batch at the moment, get get to it. Get out, over, get out. Get wait, to Disney. Wait, get to Disney. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Can, can I just stop here? I'm sorry. Nickelodeon announces Avatar uh, and, the, and there's going to be Avatar and Spongebob podcasts. Tom, Tom they're taking over us. No, Tom. no, no. How will we ever be able to grow as a podcast if there's an Avatar part? Wait, what? Like Avatar is in like the the um, Last Airbender? Yeah. Okay, okay. They're going to oh, take us over. Good, good. Have you seen Last Airbender? Uh, I've seen a few episodes, but good. Secret I'm, Tunnel. I'm Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Secret tunnel. Yeah. Secret tunnel. Um, Secret tunnel. Uh, so yeah, everyone who has watched the Bad Batch, hello, welcome. Spoilers, of course. Um, yeah, spoilers. 
spoilers. There, it was the, the, and... this this episode. There was definitely one half that I was I thought was good, like it was fine, and yeah. then there was another half that I was like, "Hello, this is awesome. This is my jam. I want more yeah. of this." You know what I mean? And, yeah, and there was like some something very surprising as well. Yeah, in in this episode, um, like, okay, so there's this squad, the elite squad, and I was surprised that these were the characters from, um, Battlefront Two, the uh, the campaign. No, they're not. They're not. Are they? Yeah, I, I, I well, wanna, exactly I like people. People are saying that they are, but they're 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 too old. They're too old. I was literally, oh. I was actually just watching a video about it, and I just yeah okay so so they're not. But oh, they no, I think it's interesting. My dreams are ruined. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Ah. I'm sorry. Don't leave. I'm sorry. Um, it, it's interesting because this elite squad could be the template for Inferno Squad from Battlefront Two or the Death Troopers from Rogue One. You know, like I think it makes sense <laughs> that these guys are the first kind of elite squad, and then it goes to the Death Troopers. You know that we see in Rogue One and Star Wars Rebels. I think that'd be really interesting. Yes, I'm, I'm just <laughs> sorry. I, I think I broke. I think I broke, John. Uh, I I was about like I was about to say, yeah, Tom. I know how you feel when you see returning characters, but I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, just uh... carry on. Just carry on. I was about to get. I was about to give a an episode high rating, but uh, uh, uh eleven uh, out of ten. Now it's a zero out of ten. Uh, honestly the thing is is that this like whole crosshair story was so interesting you know you've got again the empire trying to replace the clones these kind of new like troopers not trusting crosshair you know and crosshair going deeper into this like you see it's very much like the winter soldier when you first see him they are kind of like you know re- he's he's in the thing they're scanning him again and you know making him like even more kind of of a of, of of the perfect soldier and you see throughout that he is going deeper into you know he's just firing on unarmed civilians even though and i didn't expect this but even though one of the elites elite squad were very much like oh no i'm not just going to shoot up on innocent civilians and then he kill and then cross just kills him and is like well you know good soldiers follow orders it's it, it it's it's scary you know yeah um wow well, uh uh <laughs> Uh, so I, I, there was like more uh, to uh, explore about like uh, Omega trying to be as that like, trying to be like Hunter, uh, yeah. like trying to find that energy, uh, that capacitor. Yeah, that capacitor. Um, the capacitor. Uh, is it capacitor? Because uh, well, I, I mean, yeah, capacitor. I didn't. I didn't use capacitor as a capacitor. A capacitor. Anyway, uh, so uh, finding that with from the beast, I forgot the, the beast. name. Of the beast, hello, the beast. beast, beast, come on, beast. And I said, uh, oh, get oh. off, my, get off my balls, beast. Uh, yeah, the, the spider, the spider's gone. Oh, is it in your mouth? No. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! I was in in about like half an hour. We're just gonna hear John scream because the spider has just crawled into your brain. Oh, oh god! I don't want to imagine that. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Um, I'll keep I, there's out. an. If only you'd seen the episode. Of the, there's an episode of the Clone Wars in season two called Brain Invaders, 
where these like space parasites go inside the clones brains and start to like like possess them oh content good <laughs> why would you have to ruin my day for that okay uh... <laughs> Oh, right, uh, it'd be a lot more ruined if you actually saw it. It's pretty. Like, as a kid, I was like, "This is terrifying." Oh God! Uh... Yeah, you definitely see Omega kind of try and step up and be this kind of part of the crew and have be competent, you know. And I yes. think again, her character really sets it apart from the relationship between Din and Grogu in The Mandalorian. However, again, this episode, the the Bad Batch kind of the main plot with them fixing the ship that was very bad that was very mandalorian that was very like chapter 10 where they crashed on the ice planet and they and Dan's trying to fix the ship and then they, they encounter all the spiders you know yes um yeah that kind of yeah that does yeah that like that sounds really familiar so to, to, similar to uh mandalorian so i'm wondering are they going to go on the Mandalorian path or is it just going to be, you know, interesting to see? I think, I think there is enough, there's enough there. And I think that's evident through my, I like definitely my favorite part of the show is the, you know, the empire immediately taking control, you know, the chain codes, the, the, the clones, the stuff of the Kaminoans, you know, the empire are kind of leaving them behind and the Kaminoans seem to have some sort of backup plan in Omega or in something else. And that's definitely where I'm kind of, you know, sitting. That's my favorite stuff of the show at the moment. It's, you know, that's really sets it apart. And that's the interesting stuff. I think the other stuff is, is good. And I like the characters, but I'm not quite as invested, you know? Yeah, I felt like it was a bit, it was a tiny bit empty, but there was a lot of stuff to go through. I mean, like uh, when Quasa, well, one of the elite squad member was like, no, can we not? kill these civilians and then Quasso was like excuse me what and then just shoots um just shoots him okay okay you need to you need to voice crosshair just imagine if crosshair was like excuse me <laughs> no 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 just doing a meme but um yeah, yeah just excuse me or like hmm, pardon me sir did you say something <laughs> or just uh good soldiers follow orders Good soldiers for little orders. Mm, let so me just get those... my let me, let me just get my um my bang bang shooty shooty and then <laughs> and then I I and I shoot it in, uh, in yeah, your, that's right. Use I, the use the technical terms bang bang shooty shooty. <laughs> and then I'll shoot it in your abnormal chest region. Yes. <laughs> what is what you know the, the, the chest region? What's it called? I just can I can never remember. The breastplate. The breastplate. Uh, it's yeah. um, I think obviously in the Clone Wars it was they already used the whole you know the line "Good soldiers follow orders." That was already a, like a pretty terrifying line. The whole concept of that was pretty much like oh, soldiers follow orders. But this is like they're taking it like to like new and like terrifying levels, like you know and. All I want, like, th- what was very interesting uh, is that Wrecker bangs his head, right? Um, yes. Uh, when they crash. And then the whole episode's like, ow, my head hurts. He's rubbing exactly where his chip is. Like, what if Wrecker's chip starts to activate? Like, imagine Wrecker just 
like barreling through everyone. That'd be terrifying, you know. Oh no! Wrecker is this mindless soldier who has like more strength than probably all the other Bad Batch members put together. But he just bench presses a, a gonk droid, you know. Like uh, that's it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, I can tell by the end of the season, all of them are going to be turned, and then ooh, apart do you from think? Hunter. Ooh, apart from that Hunter, would be that would be t- pretty interesting. Yeah, and Hunter and Omega has to find a way to do something. And well, here's the thing: in Star Wars Legends, right? Um, they there was a clone uprising after the events of Revenge of the Sith because the Empire wanted to get rid of the clones and implement Stormtroopers. So my thought is, are they going to be building towards a um, a, 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 cl- a clone uprising? Because you see in this episode with, with you know, the two Kaminoans whose names I always forget, Lamassu and... Don't know the other one's name, but they're talking about like you know we can't let this happen. We've got to ensure our own safety, and it makes you think you don't really see any Kaminoans after you know revenge after the Clone Wars. It's Clone all Wars. yeah. Like think about in the Mandalorian, it's not Kaminoans trying to clone people. It's just regular humans. So I'm wondering to myself, you know, and I think I've heard and I've heard other people say this as well. Does this mean that the Kaminoans are going to like rebel against the Empire and like the clones will have like what if they say like execute order ninety nine or something? Like I've heard so this is a theory that was uh, come up by Star Wars explained on YouTube and and he was talking about if they had like another order whether it be order like seventy sixty eight which oh, means well, that God. the clones turn on the Empire that would be really interesting I think uh, I thought you were about to say order 66 I was like uh, 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 execute that, order 66 I'm not over it I've still not got over it I've it's it's been years and it's like oh that's, uh, one of, that's still one of the most gut-wrenching scenes in all of Star Wars it's just it's yeah. very difficult man yeah it's 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 like having PTSD no it's not but like yeah just seeing Star Wars, like, it's, it's Star Wars PTSD Star Wars PTSD wait there it's, we go. it's P-T-S-T-D. Wait, no. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to get the Star Wars in there. Oh, it's not S-T-S-S-W. It says P-T-S-W-D. Post-traumatic Star Wars disorder, right? That sounds... Oh, God. That sounds like something you find in a weird server. Just like, about Star Wars. I've got P-T-S-W-D. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, Order 66, you just cannot forget about it because it's just that traumatic. Order 66, never forget. Ne- <laughs> never forget Order 66, bro. So, oh, wait, how many people died in the Order, order 66? Uh, like, I think it's like 300 Jedi left. So <laughs> I would say somewhere in the late 200s because, you know, a fair, a fair handful of them survived. Okay, um, uh, how many people died in oh, he's Googling it. Order 66? Oh, uh, apparently um, less than 100, 100 de- Jedi surviving it. Okay, so, how oh. many Jedi were there? Oh! A lot. Oh. oh my god. Oh, it's, it, it, is, it, is it a big number? Yes. Oh, what is it? Uh, if we count Order 66, then we have a rough estimate of 9,800. What? 
I do, what? That doesn't. Uh, that's mad. Hundred and two hundred surviving. Most of the surviving Jedi were killed within the next few years. Yeah. He says, if the Jedi were ten thousand strong on the evening of Order sixty six. Oh the- my God. That's intense. There's so many opportunities for so many characters in the future, you know? Like, there's loads of people you can see go. Oh, my God. I didn't know how catastrophic it was. That's mad. I thought it was just, like, a few hundred Jedis, but... (laughs) No, John. It's everyone. It's all of us. The the whole Grand Army of the Republic. uh, Can can someone put, like, um, a Dragon Ball Z... Like, there was one character going, It's over 9,000. Um, oh good oh good um but yeah so it seems that so obviously last week we had cutler quain and this week we didn't really have any kind of like major returning characters i wonder if it's going to take a similar approach to mandalorian season two where every other episode is going to have some sort of cameo if so what do you think we're looking at next week do you think we'll see rex fennec shand what are you kind of hoping for uh hoping for rex yeah i'd love to see rex Yes. Honestly, I just want to see more of Crosshair and that side of the conflict. Yeah, Crosshair. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to see how, like, how Hunt is like. Crosshair. No, I can't. I can't do the accent. I'm sorry. Oh, Crosshair. Crosshair. Well, I can do the regular. I, I can. It's much easier, I think, to do the regular accent than doing like the Bad Batch because they're also different. Yeah, I mean, so like, nope, can't. Crosshair, come over here now. We we don't want any more casualties. (laughs) We don't leave any brothers behind. No. So, in the end, we've got. um, I think we gave the. I think we gave episode one like an eight. Episode two, yeah. like a seven. What are we give in episode three? What would you say? I'm, I, I don't know. Um, okay, I'll give it in seven. Yeah, I agree. I'll go for a happy seven. Yes, it's it doesn't get it doesn't quite compel me as much as the Mandalorian did, but it's still great. You know, like I feel like every week for the Mandalorian, like I felt a lot more like I was getting so much more kind of philosophical. Uh, questions about the mandalorians answered i was getting a lot more like ah yeah no this is really interesting whereas for um i think i'm getting a sore throat uh but whereas for the bad batch i'm sitting there and i'm being like okay there's a good there's a lot of this that i like but you know there's a lot that there's a lot that that i'm i'm craving you know Mm. yeah uh so yeah hopefully the next few episodes because the bad batch is gonna dominate until august so well not even then big yeah i mean because at least i mean we got we got loki in in a few weeks and we getting wait wasn't there another show that was going to be adding to disney plus i don't know it was wait like another star wars one i don't know i i forgot what it was oh i know is it high school musical the musical the series season two (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know. No, I was thinking That's of something a, else. I unapologetically love that show. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, you're kidding me. Really? It's a good show. Oh it's my so god! So much fun. I I look. I saw it. Look, no, no, no. I didn't really watch it, but when I saw it, like advertising on Disney Plus, like 
you just gonna watch it. Okay, okay, John. You gotta understand. I love High School Musical, and this was a no-brainer, and I really enjoyed it, and I'm enjoying season two. Oh wow! I will <laughs> never apologize. Oh god! One day I'll make you one, serious. One day I'll make you watch it for the podcast, John. Oh no! Uh, oh yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, well. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Shall moving we move on, on to yeah. the best live-action comic book costumes? Right. <laughs> Number five: High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh God! No. Yes. Uh, no. So. Right. We're talking about the best live-action comic book costumes. Each of us have a top five list. List. Uh, just to clarify, this is you know every you know comic book film. Uh, that is, you know, um, you know, Marvel, DC, and otherwise, but not animation because obviously that would be a little bit cheating. And all of my list would just be Spider Verse, Spider Verse, Spider Verse, Spider Verse, Spider Verse. So, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start off for your give, give me a, give me a number five. Uh, okay, so this has been a really, really uh, hard list. I was just like scaring through all the costumes I could find. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Just like um, I have this massive film bible. It's like going through that, like see the best comic book costumes. I didn't go through that, but it's just like going on the internet finding stuff. But I've got a list. I've got so, a list, ladies and gentlemen. Right. So on number five, I have Superman, the DC EU comic Ooh. book. Now, to be to be uh, to clarify, are we talking the Man of Steel suit, the Batman the Superman Steel, suit, Man, Man Steel, the Man Justice Steel. League suit? Or, oh, yeah. no, or no, the no. Snyder's Justice League suit. Okay, okay, just Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Okay, Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Yes. Uh, let me tell you, there's so... There's really cool details uh, on that suit, if you uh, didn't know. Like, if you have, like, uh, like the have a look on the... Like, it's, there's a very small pattern, and that's Kryptonian, I believe. If yes, you look on, 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 yeah. the, on, the, on the symbol of the House of L. Yes, I think so uh yes and and i really love like the, the, the style uh of it is like it's it's a lot more darker the style but it's a bit more you know broader to to, mm. to the like to the um to superman like uh like oh what what does the what does the symbol mean is like hope well it oh. means s uh but um <laughs> it, it yes so that, yeah, it, it feels it, like it's it's a space it, it it's what an alien would wear you know yeah it's ex- ex- expanded like upon the idea of superman so yeah like, it's be, it, no, go on. to be more realistic to it so yeah yeah definitely the like in the original superman like and and don't get me wrong the suit in that is like so iconic but it, it is, is just but it is just like a tight suit you know whereas this is like i imagine like like when the doors in the kryptonian ship open and you can see the suit uh, I th- it makes sense to me that, that that's you know that's what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That like, makes that makes total sense. Yeah, it has like a strong presence as well, so I really like that. So definitely, they use it really well in the story. You know, like he doesn't just kind of like again. I don't want to just compare to the to the original Superman film, but in that film, you know. The, the 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 suit is he he just wears it like it, it doesn't hold any weight other than him like showing himself as superman for the first time instead you know 
it's it's like him standing proud and tall in front of the human race for the first time, especially when he like, you know, he reveals himself to the to the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I love that too. I, I think I probably prefer the Batman v Superman one. I think I like how I like it's a little bit brighter, which I do like, but I love the Man yeah. of Steel one too. Yeah, but the one I just really like seeing, so yeah, I feel like that, you know, has better I don't know. Uh, I'll. Uh, I, that's just the first thing that came to my mind. So, yeah. Why? What's your number five, Tom? My number five. I've kind of cheated. Okay. So mine is. Not this again. <laughs> Whoa! You're making out like I'm always cheating. Um, my oh, number five is Wolverine from the Wolverine alternate ending. Right now, have you seen the alternate ending to the Wolverine? No. Oh my God! Google it right now and just look at the image. So, uh, for those right. of you who don't know, the end of the Wolverine, the um, Logan goes with uh, Yukio uh, off on a plane, and in the alternate ending, she hands him a suitcase. And oh in wait, this wait, suit- wait, 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 wait! Is it the the suit? Yes. Of course, it's yeah, the I've suit, John. That. That's what the episode's about. What, what, what else we can talk about? She hands no, him a suitcase no, 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 no. inside the suitcase. No. Is a very nice sandwich. Yeah, I've seen that. In- <laughs> Right, okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And in the suit is the Wolverine suit from the comics. Ooh. And and I just want to say, after... Uh, at this point, there had been five X-Men films, and all of them had Wolverine in it, and four of them had predominantly featured Wolverine. And, you know, he had his jacket, he had his, like, you know, his tank top, and he had, like, his black leather kind of, like, original X-Men kind of thing. But we never got to see the proper, you know, comic book, you know, cowl, like, yellow and, like, brown suit. And that suit is so beautiful. Like, in the comics, it looks great. And and I pray that when the MCU... Like, the MCU do some amazing costumes, and I pray that when the MCU does Wolverine, it does this costume. I know that Hugh Jackman never puts it on, and I know that it's kind of cheating for me to kind of show this, but by God, I think it looks great. You know, it it, it has that kind of plated armory look, and I love it when, when, you know, comic book properties take the, like, the simplistic you know spandex that you see in the in the comics and they make it a little bit more modern but they still keep those colors and i think the colors look absolutely amazing i can only imagine I, I feel like i'm salivating just thinking of like seeing wolverine with that amazing cowl on like it might look wacky and ridiculous but i think other superhero films have proven costumes can look wacky and, and, and ridiculous and they and they can also look amazing you know yeah like so like and, and especially after all the other suits in the x-men films especially the original x-men trilogy they were so scared to do you know like the proper like x-men suits and they still were you know like i think like the best x-men suits were like the final scene of apocalypse and then they literally just ditched them in dark phoenix it was really upsetting in my opinion um, and, and, you know, the, the first class suits and, like, you know, some of the Days of Past ones, they tried to do, like, you know, some, like, comic book stuff, but I feel like they could have they could have really gone for it, and I would I w- that would have been amazing, uh, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, Wolverine, Wolverine suit, amazing. What, what, uh, what's your number four? Uh, so, num- my number four, so now this is going to be sound surprising, but my number four is the Black Panther suit in the MCU. Which one? I mean, we, we, but there's one. There's one. <laughs> there's, the two. there's two. There's two. Two. 
Well, he's got two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can tell you've done your research here. He wears one in Civil War and then one in Black Panther Infinity War and Endgame. But it looks the same. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It looks so different. Okay, okay. okay. One's okay, like fine. got purple on it. One's got like silver on it. Ah, get... Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm doing the Civil War one. Okay, okay nice. Right, Dude, that, that, that's my favorite one. Right, so yeah, so I was like, oh yeah, man, the the Black Panther suit. So the Black Panther suit, um, uh, I didn't really think about it because I thought like Marvel's doing like Clearly. this, this uh, oversaturation <laughs> of like uh, of like uh, CGI, but everything, uh, everything about it. But like seeing the Black Panther suit was like very. Um, like it, it looks like a very doable suit. It's just like this um, uh, Wakandan suit, and it's just like it, it is. It feel it looks uh, a completely new uh, costume because I don't think we we've really seen that. But like uh, we, we kind of see that with Spider Man, but Black Panther does it, you know, a bit more like because um, it, it it's it looks like um, because it really matches up to the name to it, like Black Panther, because it is fast. He's um he's strong as well. So like he's um I was about to say gymnastic, but like athletic. There we go. Yes. Athletic. Yeah. No, I I agree. Yeah. So uh and like you can see like the vibranium uh like how um it looks um sexy. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, something like that. So, like, uh, how, like, it, it, you, 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 I didn't really think about it because, like, oh, he's got, he's, he's got a cool suit. Um, I mean, yeah, but like with the claws and everything, like he has that, and it, it, it is, it looks like um, a very cool feature have in that one. So, and it, it looks really cool i i don't know how, what was the same but it just um it just came to my mind for number four but um yeah um yeah <laughs> i i don't know what to say more about it because yeah i like i, I really like the color of it like um it has that wakandan tech to it so yeah I, I i i agree man i i think if you if you follow either me on Twitter or the pod on Twitter, you'll see me tweeting quite frequently. You know, whenever someone talks about costume, I have said quite a few times, out of the two Black Panther suits, the Civil War one is vastly superior, in my opinion. Not just does it, like, I'm not a huge fan of the whole, like, kinetic energy thing, you know, you know that. Um, that whole kind of, like, kinetic energy thing where, like, in Black Panther, if you're an endgame, you can redistribute it. I think it's a little bit too overpowered and it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, like you know, sometimes it, it protects him, sometimes it doesn't. It, it, it's a whole thing. But I, I love, I, I really love that original suit. I think you know the whole mystery of who he is, and then revealing that it is T'Challa is is wonderful. And 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 the claws, he doesn't really use the claws in the other films, but you get that amazing, like you know, like the flex of his hands and the claws go in and out. Yeah, I, I love Black Panther in Civil War, and I'm I'm in all honesty, I think Black Panther is the coolest that he has ever been in Civil War. Like the whole revenge plotline and his character arc is awesome so yeah. cool and, and i think uh, the costume really complements that yeah and i really like uh that the suit uh i said about this like it's it's lightweight and extremely uh doable and it, like it brings the 
vibranium fabric to, 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 to life like you know it feels alive to it um so uh and like to to understand they were kind of tech yeah yeah yeah, yeah so. definitely and it's just, it's a small thing but in the other suit he has his eyes showing and I, and I much prefer it when he has like the white um like contact like things in i think it it it, it feels more panthery you know um, yes however <laughs> i yeah man i would love to see whoever becomes the next black panther uh, whatever the next Black Panther, whatever they decide to do, I think it would be so cool to see the the cape from the comics with the with the collar. You know, that would be so fun. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, what's your number four, Tom? My number four, and this is actually on the thumbnail. My number four, Thor. It's not Thor. Sorry, it's my number four is. Superman from Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, I want to be very clear. This is the Kingdom Come Superman, the Brandon Ralph one. Oh, the Kingdom uh, Come. Right. Okay. And oh, I am in love with this suit. I mean, first of all, now, obviously, you talked about the, the DCEU Superman before and that suit. And I think what that suit is missing for me is a little bit of that comic book flair. And I know that, and I think that suit works wonderfully for the, for the Snyder film. Snyder isn't going 100% for that comic book flair. He's going for a darker thing. And I think that's great. Um, uh, but I love, you know, this suit has the pants on the outside. It's got that wonderful kind of electric blue. It's got the, the beautiful raised shield and like and crest, the, 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 the Superman crest with the, the black and red. And I just want to point out in Superman and Lois, um, the, the current Superman suit, it's very like, it feels like it's very muscular. It feels like it's been very molded. And the Superman, the S isn't raised. It's just kind of like there. And in my opinion, the S has to be raised. <laughs> There's no question about it. And I love it. I think it's absolutely wonderful. It, it really like pops. And he has this kind of speech about how, you know, it's it's red and black instead of red and, and um, yellow because, you know, he understands that hope isn't always there. And he understands that, you know, he's gone through stuff, but you get that amazing texture. It isn't just like the, the Christopher Reeve one. As I said before, when you were talking about the Man of Steel one, it's not just like that. It, it has this wonderful texture to it. And I, I think it, I think it looks wonderful, man. Getting to see that, uh, that Superman was so much fun with the original John Williams theme. You know, it, it, it just added that extra layer for Crisis that I thought was so, so worth it. I, I, I loved it so much. Um, and I, I, think it, I think it's wonderful. I think it's one of the best Superman suits we've had. It, it, no, it, sorry. I think it's the best Superman suit we've had. And I don't know how, whether they're going to do anything else with it, but I, re- I would love there to be more to this Superman. You know, I've read I've read Kingdom Come a long time ago, but, you know, I, I, I remember loving the Superman in that and I love Superman in Crisis. I, I just really hope that we, um, you know, get to see more from that suit because I think it is wonderful. I, I think an older Superman is just so compelling. And the fact that he ages instead of his suit, a suit that normally kind of stays the same is is really cool to me. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I haven't read kingdom come uh mm. yeah so it's good uh yeah so i'm also I, i've been interested to uh read that uh because a lot of people are saying oh it's 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 so good it's um so yeah so uh it's yeah kind no of definitely yeah well it, it's a it's a, it's expensive uh kingdom come uh, it? apparently 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amazon... I, 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 have, I read my dad's copy. He's had that for, for years. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's really cool. So yeah. I uh, definitely re- and I know that it's it's difficult because you know you haven't watched all the Arrow stuff, but I definitely recommend watching Crisis if you can because like you know even if you just borrow the kind of DVDs from me because like you get so much cool stuff even if you haven't seen it all. You know, like I I think I think there's loads of like payoffs for loads of corners of DC and not only seeing Brandon Ralph in in that cool suit, but you know seeing him again after Superman Returns just it it's ooh ooh it's it's so ooh. cool i'm a big fan i love that suit so much uh yeah wow yeah yeah so uh, what's your right. number three now number three uh is warshack from zack snyder's watchmen Ooh, you cheeky boy lovely i love it yeah so this one uh i watched watchmen uh like three years ago two years ago i don't know four years ago and uh, I was just amazed, like with the with the design of Warshack, but I didn't read didn't really read the uh, the graphic novel uh, until like two years ago, uh, so th- or one year ago, I don't know. Um, it was so, uh, it was twenty eighteen. I remember going to the shops to get in it. Yeah, you wanted the you wanted to swap that minifigure, didn't you? Yeah. So, uh, hey, I've got the full collection of those minifigures now, so it was worth it. Oh, that's good. That's good. I did something there. <laughs> Uh, yes, so, uh, what did it? Yeah, so yeah, I got the graphic novel and I read it, and I was just like, I had like, uh, like more. It was more satisfying to read the graphic novel because with the film, like seeing Warshak design, because it just looks uh, amazing. Like with the, the the mask, like moving, um, with like with the ink, or I don't know, uh, like moving its, uh, with yeah, the, like. With, with with different patterns, like it reflects back to the Rorschach test, uh, like to see different patterns and see what you ha- uh, what it has, and like the pa- uh, every time the pattern changes, like you can it it conveys his emotions, right? So, um, I think, yeah. So, uh, that's a really cool design. Like he's got this this hat, this um this, this cloak, and he's he's a messed up um uh, anti hero. Um, so yeah, so, and, uh, and it, it really adds that because he's like the detective, but he's also, uh, 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 vigilant, uh, but like has this mask and it's just like, has that very uh, terrifying concept of him. So like the war sector like, how do you see him? Like, is he scary? Is he good or all that? And, you know, kind of adds that to that. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you kind of brought this up with Black Panther. You know, so many comic book costumes these days, you know, they have so much kind of, it's either that they have a beautiful suit and it's it's painted over of CGI or the, or the suit is entirely CGI. And I think, you know, this is a kind of common thing. If it seems through both of our lists is a lot of practical stuff, but I love Rorschach, the tangibility of Rorschach's outfit. You know, obviously the there is CGI on the face itself, but you know when it interacts with stuff like rain and and you know all these different environments, it looks amazing. And I think that's the same for all the suits in Watchmen. Obviously, Doctor Manhattan is a different story, but I think this it, it adds to the grittiness of that world that all the suits are so tangible and real, and they don't feel uh, like they've been pasted on at all. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, it's kind of seen we it's kind of weird seeing that Warshack uh, mask, but it, it really reflects to the graphic novel. So yeah, so yeah, really one like... um one one year for Halloween, uh, I actually I dressed up as uh the T eight hundred from Terminator, and my friend dressed up as Warshack. There's actually a picture of us both. Um, it's yeah, it's quite cool. It didn't move. Yeah. The mask didn't move, but it was, it was still pretty badass. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, that's really cool. Right, Tom. What is your three? <laughs> My number three, old chap, is Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman 1984. Now, I want to oh, be very clear. Is... This isn't the Golden Eagle suit. I th- I thought the golden eagle suit oh, looked uh, wonderful. Let, let me let me let me name the golden suit. But that was worn by Asteria. Yeah, That's right. Go. It wasn't it wasn't that suit. I thought that suit looks amazing, but it wasn't that functional. It didn't really serve that good of a, a a role in the plot, and I thought it was a bit clunky. But the Wonder Woman suit in that, I think Wonder Woman's. If we take this all the way back to Zack Snyder. Um, and 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 Batman v Superman. When he's just Wonder Woman, her suit was wonderful. It 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 takes that classic, you know, spangly outfit from from the original comics that you know is a a very outdated outfit. You know, it's very much you know like made by the male gaze, and uh, you know it, it's meant to accentuate things that you know nowadays you know, it isn't exactly favorable to have that in your kind of female superhero. And what I love about it is that that suit, it, it takes like, just, you know, as I said before, it takes the spandex and, you know, it gives it the armor. It gives it that kind of Amazonian, like Greek mythology, kind of like Roman kind of like plating. And it, you know, it takes like the really like tight pants and it gives, it makes it into more like of a, a tunic and, you know, the, the wonderful, like, um, uh, tiara and, and the gauntlets, it all looks great. And it looks great in in Batman v Superman, Justice Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and um, Wonder Woman. But for me, it looks the best in Wonder Woman eighty four. The colors are so much more lifted. The red really pops. You've got that wonderful gold. It works so well. And I, obviously, I think that you know we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Wonder Woman eighty four is flawed in so many re- ways, but that suit. It's wonderful in the opening scene where she where she kind of takes out those bad guys in the mall. It just looks fantastic. It, it you know everything pops. The lasso works really well with it. And you know Wonder Woman is this embodiment of truth and hope. You know she is very much the kind of you know, uh, especially in like Justice League and stuff. But in 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 Wonder Woman, her in in Wonder Woman eighty four, her whole thing is about truth. And you know she's this linchpin of you know doing the right thing. And I think that suit exudes that while having those beautiful golds and you know these Amazonian like um, textures that I think are just so incredible. It looks so good, and I don't see how any Wonder Woman um thing could top it obviously there was the original wonder woman suit in the in the 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 tv show which is you know like a lot older product of its time but i think this one brings it into the modern world so much better and i don't know if you've seen anything from the from the cancelled wonder woman tv show have you seen anything from the cancelled tv show um i've seen images of it like some that that suit is just ridiculous it it like people were comparing it to like porn parody like level wonder woman stuff and i i I can't blame them it that that suit looks dreadful like honestly and i think they really really nailed that suit uh yeah um 
yeah, that's uh, yeah, I, I agree with like everything about you said about like uh, Wonder Woman '94. I mean, the, the the suit for it looks really cool because like it really fits into the mise en sense. Um, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It so, complements like the bright '80s that they're kind of going for. Yeah, like the uh, wait, what was uh, Maxwell saying something like, "Oh, um, life is good, should... but it can be better." Yeah, yeah. That, that meme, that is, that meme is so <laughs> the best that... thing to come out of Wonder Woman '84. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. what's life, your number two? two? The Batman DC EU. Ooh, Jeremy. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, nice. Tell me about it. I'm interested. Why did you choose this suit over the other Batman suits? Talk to so, me. Come on. Uh, right. So I, I kind of fine. I kind of cheated on the Batman DCEU because there's so many art concepts and, and other costumes to Ben Affleck's Batman. There is. So, so first of all, I want to say like uh, with the, with the suit of like uh, Ben Affleck when he's uh, like not using the actual uh, suit against uh, go against Superman, but I'll talk about that. Um, I really like that because it it's it looks terrifying because he's just had that. It it could it it really reflects to um, the. Uh, like from the uh, the Dark Knight uh, Returns, and like has that very that um that posture, like this hunched not 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 that hunched posture, but like that it the it, he he looks uh that Huge. stance that he has, like that costume, that, that the colors that he's yeah. mixed with, like that massive bat bat symbol, like it's it looks terrifying. So yeah. No, I, I I agree. I think it, it's a wonderful adaptation of the Dark Knight Returns suit. And I think I don't have any Batman suits on my list, but I think all the Batman suits are, are, are great, you know. And I think they all, I think especially that one might just be the most comic book accurate, maybe if you exclude um, Adam West. And I love the texture of it. You have like the obviously like the, the cloth texture, which is, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where like I love the armor, but after getting like five and um, four Batman suits in a row or just four Batman in a row who all had like plated suits, armored suits. It's so cool to go back to that simplistic Batman design. And it has all these like scars and stitching upon it. You know, Batman's whole thing in Batman v Superman is that he's gone through so much. He's been there for 20 years in Gotham. And then you look at it, you look at that suit and that suit tells you that, you know, he's gone through so much and it's dark and it's scary and it's gritty. And even from the very first scene, you see that this isn't, you know, this ain't your grandpappy's Batman. This is like proper deep, like dark stuff, you know? Yeah. And I really liked the, um, the, the suit, uh, the armored suit going against uh, Superman. That was yes. really cool. Like, yes. yeah. Yes. Like, the, the lights that he has like uh, uh, for the eyes uh, for the suit that oh, that man re- uh, uh, and the, the that way looks, that that looks really cool yeah that yeah. looks really cool because but with with, with like uh, with uh, like if you read like the uh, Scott Snyder Greg Capullo one or like any other Batman like he has the white white eyes that he has yes. like to to convey um, emotions or to see like his eyes moving but this one it looks really cool. Like it has bright lighting. So 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's amazing. I, I particularly love um, how when it's smashed, you get that really nice kind of like half Bruce Wayne, half Batman thing with the voice modulator kind of like going in and out of it where he's like, you know, you were never even a god. You were never even a man. You know, it's like, it, it, oh, it's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I really liked the uh, the suit in the 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 Snyder cut. Um, yeah. yeah, like it. It's not that armored, but like it has that. He has the goggles. He has the um, uh, the arm. It's kind of the armored, but like um, it's really cool. Um, you know, he's he he knows that the fight isn't going to be that hard because I mean. He's got other uh, people in the Justice League. You got Wonder Woman, you got Cyborg, you got Flash. So, and Superman just comes and go. Not surprised. Oh, the, not uh, not impressed. I'm not impressed. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think I think all the suits in in Justice League look wonderful. I, I I'm I'm a sucker for the for the black suit. You know that that's great. But yeah, I, I think I think the goggles are, are, are really, a really nice little thing. Obviously, a lot of people are comparing it to Night Owl. I get that, but I I do think it looks great. You know, it makes sense that Batman, he's about to go into like an alien war zone. He can't just wear that other suit. He's got to properly go for, you know, a tactical kind of sleek suit. And I like it. Mm, yeah. And it's it's really cool because, you know, that one has a terrifying presence in, in, in the film. So like, oh, right. When, when he's uh, when Batman was in the um, place where he was trying to save those people um, in the cage, I what, what were they? used no no uh like the police they were helping these people and you see batman in the corner like at the like in that uh on the roof like like the ceiling you see him and it's like he moves and just like oof yeah he moves like a bat it's it's pretty terrifying yeah so yeah yeah um yeah that's 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 my number two tom what is your number two, dear sir. Well, my number two is Captain America, Sam Wilson, straight from Falcon and Soldier. I, I mean, just. Oh, oh, uh, can, sorry. Uh, my, my number one is Captain oh. America. Oh, all right. Well, we'll talk about it at the same time. You get, give me your number two. Okay. So, what? Give, give me your number two. <laughs> I, I did say my number two. No, you didn't. I said Batman. Wait, who's your number three? Rorschach. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, we'll talk about Captain America then. Okay, let's talk about Captain America. I'm losing my mind. You are losing your mind. Okay, talk about Captain America. Let's do it. Right. Right, okay. So, Uh, I I think, I think, first of all... I think Falcon suits in the MCU have been pretty good. You know, I think they definitely peaked with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that the Captain America suits likewise have been pretty good. I think, you know, the Winter Soldier one is definitely my favorite. But, you know, I think the the Sam Wilson Captain America one is just on another level. Yeah. I I think the, the plating of it, the textures are so incredible. Uh, the the way that immediately, you know, 
you don't see it for a whole episode. You have that suitcase and then like the end of the episode gives you that tease. And then the beginning of the next one, you know, you see it from afar and then you get that beautiful, you know, shot of Sam standing up with a light behind him. I think in every shot, the suit just looks, is so complimented by the light. The white and the blue, really everything shows up so well on it. And the wings, they work so well, like even in the action sequences, you know, the wings dig into the ground. They are used as shields. You've got the shield itself. I think it all works so well and it takes all the best parts of Falcon, all the best parts of Captain America, and it blends them together in a in an absolutely amazing way. Yeah, like like from the first scene uh on the in the last episode, like that opening, like see him like doing the shield and it rolls in and you see the suit, and you go, Holy crap, that looks amazing. It, yeah. it is wonderful. I I think that you know there i was a little bit skeptical whether they would do it you know it's it's all white you know like from the comics it's it it it, it, it looked a little bit like you know it felt like it was something the mcu wouldn't want to do but they did it and oh my god it, 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 i can't praise it enough it just looks insane i love the way that it's you know that that it it, it, it almost flips the script on the original Captain America one, which is kind of like predominantly blue with a bit of red and, and, and white. And I think, you know, then the Falcon one gives you the predominantly white one with like a bit more blue in it. it, it it's, it's different from the other Captain America one in, in all the right ways. And, and I think, I, I think it has this kind of angelic quality when Falcon is flying. It feels like this kind of like, you know, the scene where he's kind of like, He's, he's lowering down and he's um, carrying Carly. It felt like this kind of old Renaissance painting or something. I, it's great. And then you have the, the two different red wings. Like the functionality works just as well as like how well it looks itself. And it works like perfectly into the themes of the, of, you know, the, of the show that, you know, that there can't be a black Captain America. And, and he redefines what it, you know, what it is to be Captain America in general. And I just think it, I just think it's amazing and I I need every piece of merchandise of it like I don't know if you saw the hot toys um uh Captain America that that they revealed uh but oh boy it looks it looks incredible it looks so cool yeah and it 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 looks um like it uh, like I read the issues from um from the from like the you know that the, the uh, okay so there's the um the mighty four the one with jane foster uh one like uh that one there yeah. was like uh bits of like uh captain america like sam wilson and it 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 looks so similar to that one so i really I, I don't remember yeah. that i've i'm gonna, uh, well, I'm gonna yeah, it, it, yeah it was sold in uh W. smith that that's the shop we have in britain uh um and uh and uh, they were doing that run and they were selling it there so i oh, got brilliant. it and it was really cool so yeah nice amazing yes. yeah so yeah no it, it it has the coin book accuracy that you know that you want on, in these kind of adaptations but it also you know it doesn't it doesn't try and like bring it to the modern kind of like gritty world that you know a lot of of stuff has done but at the same time it gives it that plating you know as i as i've been saying repeatedly it's not just spandex and it looks ah i love it i love it so much I yeah think it's amazing it, i i think it's like the best 
portrayal for me because it's number one uh, of yeah. like a really good comic book design and it just really matches up to to the character arc of like sam wilson trying to be captain america and my god it works wonders it does it yes. works so well however it's in my opinion it's not quite the best comic book live action suit oh oh let's hear what tom has to say <laughs> for number one my number one and and this is like to me this is a no-brainer is aquaman oh my god wait wait this suit it... is amazing okay so wait. i think the the wait, did, 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 i'm sorry to interrupt no go um, the, the james one film right yeah yeah oh I'm very surprised you said that because, uh, I mean, there's so many other comic book but like. Okay, let me explain my choice here to you. So obviously, I thought the one in in Justice League was cool. You know, it works for that film. I like the you know the textures of it all, um, but you know, immediately. The thing with Aquaman is in the comics, less so recently, but definitely the classic comics, he looks goofy. He does, you know, he, he's got that like orange and green suit with a trident. He's not always been that threatening. Like, I definitely think, you know, especially reading the New 52 Justice League run, he looks so much cooler there. But by God, I was so skeptical that they could do it with, with um, Jason Momoa. I was like is he gonna pull it off and yes oh yes he pulls it off so so very well the colors are so vibrant they don't they don't care that it's green and orange and you know like with yellow in there and and they don't care that 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 it that it looks stupid on 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 the page they translate it so well with all these amazing scaly textures and uh, the practicality of it you know they don't paint over it with cgi which is amazing you know even even the captain america suit which we just talked about i love but even that that has uh, quite a bit of cgi to kind of keep it together especially the cowl piece but the aquaman suit no none of that the water obviously the the the, the first scene you see him wearing it he steps out of the waterfall and he bangs his trident on the um on the rock and the water is beautifully cascading over it and you know it look it looks amazing you know whether it's like on land or or in the sea you know and and it, and it, it sticks out and it has this amazing, it has like amazing like gauntlets with like um, fins on it and, and the trident itself, you know, beautiful and gold. And it doesn't pull any of those punches. You know, I think Aquaman's costumes in general, maybe apart from Mira, are all wonderful. They, you know, they, they're really comic book accurate and they, and they have like the, the scales and the colors that you would expect. But, you know, I think immediately seeing it in the waterfall and then underwater and then like on a stormy kind of like um, front where the final battle takes place, you can see immediately that it looks great in so many different settings and the light reflects off it so well. It's shiny, but it doesn't look too like obnoxious. It doesn't look like he's like some sort of glittery fairy. It's just wonderful. You know, he can move in it for the action scenes, you know, and I just think it's so astounding that they made something so stupid in the comics look so amazing on screen i just can't get enough of it you know the first time that he comes and he's riding that giant you know mary poppins beast and he's just like he's you know he's he's got the trident like held aloft you know it just looks like straight straight out of a comic and you know i love it when when source material manages to take liberties with it you know as i've said no spandex 
uh, you know, it makes the, it gives it kind of an armored look, but at the same time, it hits every beat from the from the property itself. Similarly to the the Captain America Sam Wilson suit, it's ingrained into the film itself. The whole Aquaman film is about you know becoming the king and uh, you know taking up the trident and the suit and and you know kind of progressing along. Um, and and it, it works so well into all of that. And I just think it's amazing. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're thinking about changing it for Aquaman too, but they better not because I think it looks incredible. It's far and away my favorite my favorite comic book suit. I love it. I just love it. Wow, that's that's very um, unexpected. But you, that's a very good point about um, Aquaman's uh, suit. Like when he gets the trident and everything. So I love it so yeah. much. Wow. So cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that, I guess. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's, our, that's our best live action comic book costumes. Um, and um, funny enough, sorry, yeah. funny Go enough, on. for my number five, I was actually put, I was going to put Deadpool. Me too. Like, yeah, I had Deadpool on there for like two days. And then I was like, oh yeah, but the Wolverine exists. I oh think- my God. As an as an honorable mention, I think Deadpool has a great as a wonderful yeah, suit. It's amazing. Let's, let's, let's talk about a little bit about Deadpool. I mean, great Deadpool. Suit. I mean, great it's suit. simple, but yeah, really fits into the character because you know uh, the four four breaking character and and like the the suit like the um, the mask really depicts his uh, emotions very funny yeah and and it's, and it's amazing how he wants you know like it, it fits into the story you know he does he wants to hide his face but at the same time it's not too kind of like they don't waste much time like m- making sense out of it they don't kind of it's not like the mcu spider-man where he has like those electronic eyes that move the eyes just kind of move you know like they don't really care about that and 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 i think it looks great yeah so yeah i had yeah. loads of ideas i wanted to put the flash from flash season six i wanted mm. to put iron man yeah. mark five the suitcase one definitely one of my favorite iron man suits Sp- um, spider-man from amazing spider-man 2 there are so many cool costumes out there um definitely you know comment in in the or email us comment or email you know what's your favorite suit what do you think about our picks if you want us to do other kind of costume videos i think that'd be loads of fun um, yeah, you know what we could talk about Star Wars or something, but like I think that'd be great. Yeah, um, yeah. So I now we're moving on to the weekly viewing. Yeah. So, ladies and gents, I'm so sorry I didn't get a chance to watch anything because I've been so busy with work, and uh, so please, Tom, take over the stage. Well, I want to say we 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 forgive you, John. Um, you know, if you if you think of anything that you've read or anything like that, please, please go for it. But I'm going to I want to talk about a TV show that I watched called I May Destroy You. Now, this is a, this is oh. a show. That, yeah. Right. This is a show on BBC iPlayer for those in 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 uh, in England. I'm pretty sure it's on HBO uh, for those in America. I'm not really sure. You might have to kind of dig around a bit to find it. But. This is a 12-episode kind of mini-series. Um, there might be a season two. I hope there's not. But it is genius. It has an incredible commentary on society, you know, gender, race, you know, um, sexuality, loads and loads of different things, you know, that 
you know, real like poignant and important issues for society. And it tackles them with so much sensitivity and, you know, realism, you know, like I feel like so many of these, there is a, there is an episode in, in high school. It's an episode that kind of flashes back to high school. Um, and, you know, I really felt like, oh, I knew these kinds of people when I was, you know, in, in high school. Uh, it, it really feels that these are people who could exist and people who are going through real life harrowing problems. You know, it, it's a, it's a show about memory and, and, and it, it takes the kind of, I talked a couple of weeks ago about Fleabag, which I think is an excellent show. And I think it takes kind of the kind of aspect of Fleabag in terms of like memory and the power of it and the pain of it. But it brings it into a into a darker, grittier, real world where where the pain is so much more prevalent. And you know, while Fleabag has the comedy, I may destroy you, just not pull any punches, you know. And it it, it it's super emotional and and it doesn't bat away from the hard truth. I thought it was absolutely amazing. And the final episode is oh, it is such a work of art the way that it it deals with psychology and your and your own mental mentality you know like what is inside your brain is amazing and the way that it, it demonstrates catharsis and growth and friendship and just family is amazing without having to like delve into everything so am i making you cry here john i'm so sorry <laughs> um uh, it, it, it's like i heard you give a little sniff and i was like oh i'm making him cry um it, it it does everything so well without having to kind of beat you over the head of a lot of things you know you have to go in with it with it with a sophisticated mindset you're not going to be spoon-fed everything and i definitely think that was something that i had to you know you can't just like watch it and have your phone on you got to be like you know watching it and yeah I mean, I think if I didn't give this a 10 out of 10, I can't think of something I didn't like. I'd have to give it a 10 out of 10. It's a it's a wonderful, wonderful show. You know, it it it's incredibly harrowing to watch and it and it's it, it it's difficult to watch, but it I I respect it so much. It's it's um I'm I'm pretty sure it's written, directed, and starring Michaela Cole, and she is just she's done something incredible that I think you know only comes around, you know, all all uh, not not often enough it's an important thing that you know people have to watch people have to understand you know and i loved it so much it's incredible wow right that's mm. yeah. okay wow it's amazing yeah, um, um i'm just trying to think what i've read um oh oh yeah i didn't talk about this Ooh. um Deathstroke, um, the, Ooh, nice. the first volume written by Christopher Priest. I this, is, think uh, this is Rebirth, right? Yeah, Rebirth. So, um, okay. So, yeah, this one. Uh, I read the graphic novel a few weeks ago and My it's God, just it's bur- raining. Sorry. It is raining. Wow. It's, 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 it's coming down in steroids, isn't it? Mm, yes. So, um, right. So this graphic novel is very, very different and it really depicts um, Slade Wilson in a very darker way. Um, so, uh, and it works really well. Like you find out about more about Slade, Slade's back background, 
and uh, like how he got his eye, like his eye uh, left eye, no, his right eye, uh, because um, I, I'm not gonna spoil it. But let's uh, just say like, it's personal. Oh my, my voice is, did not survive that. <laughs> it is personal. That no, was a very voice breaking moment for me. Yeah. Let's just say it's personal. Nope. Yeah. Voice breaking today. Help. It, ah! Let's say it's just personal. No, no, it's like let's just say. No. <clears throat> Let's just say it was personal. Let's just I don't say know. it's personal. Yeah, uh, but we could we could be voice actors. Uh, it, 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 it's not Batman who made him cost that uh, got this eye out. So ah, interesting. So it's a very different one. So uh, it's really cool, and it really explores about um, Slade's family and how he, you know, that that solved problems with it, and it has a very big plot twist at the end and uh, it's great and and you really explore more about uh, another character that he has like kind of like a butler it's, you can see like the just juxtaposition like batman and alfred so deathstroke has this butler called or assistant called uh wintergreen and he's british right. british stupid he's british it. he likes his tea and crumpets i can't fit in it bro Oh, uh, so uh, yeah. So this one, uh, the, the, it's it's weird because they're old, they're a lot older, and uh, because Slade was a soldier in the seventies, and he was tested uh, to, to to be an experiment. But it, like in the present, like very years, he has just he's old. He's he's not old, but he doesn't. He's he's still powerful though. He's he's got that. He's, he's got still he's still got moves um uh, so uh yeah and um but i really like the, the writing as well because i feel like the writing is a bit more mature uh and it really fits to um oh wow it's really he- it's heavy it really, it's really- sorry sorry if you guys can hear this rain right now it's uh it's definitely um thrashing it down i was trying to think of another way that paddington uh talks about about rain but alas i cannot um so yeah uh and like i read the new 52 i read a few graphic novels from the new new 52 it's enjoyable to read but i felt like it was a bit out of touch with um with slade's character a bit like there was a lot of action going on but like with the writing yeah he's uh, more like a mindless machine yeah but this one like the new rebirth it you can finally understand a bit more about deathstroke um and i i really like that uh and yeah it it, it, it it just works because a lot of people don't find do they find deathstroke interesting i don't know but well like, i mean what warner brothers certainly don't am i right because because yeah. deathstroke was gonna have his own film but then they they cancelled it uh bro that's that's a sad day um so yeah so i get this graphic novel volume one uh eight out of ten like the writing with the characters i really liked and there was one surprising character that was in it uh so yeah yeah nice so and it and it and it kind of follows up to uh to the the graphic novel batman versus deathstroke so Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So I, I've also actually um, read a graphic novel this week. Yeah. And, and, and this one. 
I guess this is concluding the trilogy. Weeks ago, I talked about The Dark Knight Returns. And then a couple of weeks ago, I talked about Dark Knight Strikes Again, which I did not like. Ah. And now finally, the circle is complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. I read Dark Knight Master Race. And it was so much better than Dark Knight Strikes Again. It was more focused. It was... You know, immediately it started ticking off, you know, like taking out element, all the, there were so many different things, you know, from the first one and as uh, from the second one, sorry. And they, they, they started taking out things that just didn't work from that. And I thought that was wonderful. They, they, they kind of secluded Wonder Woman off in her own bit. You know, they kind of made it very clear who was doing what. And they, you know, they, sh- you know, they, they, sh- they shrunk um, the atom and, and you know, they deal with all, all the like plethora of characters um, and they, they very much tone down the news stuff and they focus it very much on the characters and what's going on. And I think because of that, this might be, you know, it's definitely my favourite in terms of art-wise. I think the art's wonderful. It definitely isn't as kind of sporadic and, um, you know, kind of, as I said, the other one felt very male gazy a little bit, you know, kind of um, too, like, erotic. Whereas this one kind of, you know, it 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 feels like, there's a lot many more panels that I really liked in terms of like their scope and scale and uh and and the way that you know it furthers the characters' journeys. It doesn't it it, it feels more natural. Whereas, you know, in the other one, it felt like, you know, just randomly people were like, okay, so Robin is now Catgirl. It was like, well, what, what, what's happening? Um, whereas this one, it, you know, the journeys all made sense. And I think it wrapped up the trilogy in a really satisfying way. Um I feel like I would have been more invested in some of the Kryptonian stuff had the other one done better. And I think like so many amazing trilogies, it, it, it depends on the other ones. But I think it did give a really satisfying conclusion. I'm really happy with how it ended. Um, the way that, you know, each character story was wrapped up and all the all the um, all the philosophical stuff kind of coming back around. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was a big step up. And yeah, I think I'd give it a, an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I don't think that the as a whole, the, the whole trilogy wasn't quite up to scratch with my expectations, but it is a beloved trilogy by many, or just a beloved first one at the very least by many. Um, so yeah, I thought it was great. And now um, I'm on to reading Saga. Uh, and I'll talk about that when I'm finished it in a few weeks. But it's it's one of the best graphic novels I've ever read ever. It's so good. I love it so much. And I, I just, every night I'm so excited to read more. It's one of just the most fresh and unique and just best graphic novels I've read in so long. And I can't wait to talk about it on the pod. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I read Master Race in December or January. And um, yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed that one because it, it just works so well um yeah yeah i didn't talk about that but it, it was really good uh i i really like the drawing <laughs> the, the yes. art of it but like oh my god the drawing in <sighs> strikes again i'm so sorry uh, i had to get you that for christmas i really am so sorry <laughs> that's fine that's fine i mean i was i was in quarantine oh, uh, self-isolating for one week and you then were. tom gave me the graphic novel and i was like Am I? Do I have COVID or am I high reading this comic? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but I, 
okay, weirdly enough, I enjoyed reading it for the first time, but now I look back to it, I was like, oh. Uh, no, I get that. I get that. The thing is with me when I read comics is I I always, I, it doesn't take long for me to forget what happens. And then if I read it a second time, my opinions normally change drastically. Like when I read um, Justice League, New 52 volumes. So I read volumes one, two, and three many times and I loved them. And then I read four, five, and six again. And when I first read four, five, and six, I thought, ah, oh, it's all right. And then I reread it and I was like, no, this is actually great. So like, yeah, I know what you mean. I definitely re- reread comics and have a much better time second time around. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully, well, not this week, but the next week after, I'm going to be finished with everything, like with my work, and I could be more relaxed, and I can tell a lot more films that I've watched. Uh, well, so I've got, I've got a lot of films to watch. Apparently, like I've <laughs> been ordering uh, two films uh, from Quentin, right? Uh, uh, Hateful Eight, Kill Bill, uh, Only God Forgives, uh, and more of that as well as for the next coming weeks Ooh, so that's that sounds great well we're, we're actually record i mean this takes us quite well into the into the outro and um, we're actually recording two episodes two episodes in a row next week uh because i'm off on holiday so next week we're gonna be the army of the dead and then the week after that we're gonna be talking about our best cinema experiences so another ranking so there'll be no bad batch on that week because obviously we're filming it ahead of time um but we will be talking about a little bit of news and probably more weekly viewing than, than normal um but yeah, so thank you everyone for watching. As always, if you enjoyed, please like the video and consider subscribing. You know, hit the bell if you want to see more, uh, you know, all that stuff. You can get in touch with us, you know, and, you know, for our, our email segment that comes about once in every thousand years, uh, you can email us at at gmail.com or get in touch or just uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at, at OurTimeFilmPod. I'm Tom the Boardman on Twitter. I am comedy John forty two on Twitter, even though yes, I don't use you it. Are. No, you don't yeah. use it. I respect that. I really do. Yeah. I do. I use it. But there we go. Um, and yeah. So next week is Army of the Dead, and yes, and bye bye. Pretty excited four. to talk about that. So, yeah, me too. Yeah. And 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 we've already covered uh, six of Zack Snyder's films: Dawn of the Dead. 300 Watchmen, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman and Justice League. So if you want to watch those pods, you can go back and listen to us talk about all of that. We did a Zack Snyder extravaganza a while back. So, you know, there's a lot to kind of uh, watch and enjoy for those. Um, and yeah, um, stay safe as always. Uh, right. in, everyone enjoy yourself at the cinema. You know, if you're in yes. the UK, if, if you're going back to cinema, have fun. You know, Have go fun, watch, guys. go watch, like, go watch Nomadland. It's great. Judas and the Black Messiah. It's great. Godzilla v Kong. Haven't seen it. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But watching those cinemas, uh, like if it's a bad film or a great film, I don't care. I'm going to be back in the cinemas. Okay. Yeah. It really doesn't yeah. matter. I'm like, I- I've heard Mortal Kombat is really bad, but I'm going to see it anyway, just because I want to yeah, know what it's I'm like. I'm going to see it anyway, because I really like the game series. So Hell yeah. <laughs> I've never even yeah. played the games. I just want to see a film that I haven't seen before at the cinema, you know? Like, I kind of regret watching Nomadland and Judas and the Black Messiah. I could have waited till cinemas were open. But there we go. Yes. So yeah, um, anything else to say? Uh, please be safe. Wear a mask. And if you're watching a film at cinemas, please wear a mask because we yes. want to be safe as well. We want, we want cinemas to stay open. And if not, we're going to blame you. Yeah. That's yeah. right. But, you listening. Yeah, you listening. Steven. Wash your hands. Hey, 
hey, hey, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing with your hands? Wash them. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Uh, whoa, 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 okay. Whoa, whoa. okay. So yeah, uh, um, and we will see you all next week. And without further ado, take what you're given. Uh, give it some back. <laughs> Did you forget? You just like um. I think there's something else to say here. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.